it's been really tough just getting you know different injuries each year. Every time I started to get something going in one of the seasons, an injury would come along. I mean, everyone kind of expresses like the same confidence. They think I can do uh, great things. I just got to stay healthy. He thought I was like six foot three, like when, <laughs> when he watched my highlight tape, and then he saw me in person. He was like, "This is Campanero." Welcome into the lounge for a win and get in episode. Yeah, this is where you want to be. It, well, obviously, you know, you'd rather, to be in. you'd rather be in. But <laughs> there's a lot of teams that would be happy to be in the situation where it's a win and get in situation in week 17. You're at home. Uh, you're playing against a team you've already beaten this year. It's a division rival. Uh, should be a good atmosphere on Sunday. So, look, the Ravens have been in this situation before. The most recent time was in 2014. Week mm-hmm. 17, home against the Browns that game. That one was a little closer comfort, a little tight. <laughs> they had a lead in the fourth quarter. Mid- the did, the yeah. fourth quarter, the Browns were winning. Yeah. If you remember, Torrey Smith had a big catch down the sidelines, and they came back with a touchdown. I think the next play yeah. hit him. It, yeah. was, it was quick. Like, it flipped quick, but still. Whew. Let's hope we're not in that situation. I don't want to have to be on NFL.com being like, what's that Titans score? What's that Bill score right now? I like, know. updating it every 30 seconds. Well, the key there is at the end of the day, the Ravens won the game. That's so right. that's that's all that matters. At the end of the day, Ravens got to go out there and win the game, and so uh, it's going to be an exciting week. Yeah, and so we brought in a guy who it's coming off a big week. He was coming off a big week, and hey, he could have a big week again this week. Yeah. Michael Campanero, if you remember, caught a big touchdown to help the Ravens beat the Colts in another tightrope walk there. Yeah. Uh, so. Mike, you know, kind of hit the nation with a sweet celebration. We're going to ask him about that, but before we get to that. You got to read yeah, our yeah. newest sponsor here. Yeah, well, CSX is our game day sponsor for this week's uh, regular season finale at MT Bank Stadium. And approximately every three hours in the United States, either a vehicle or a pedestrian is involved in a collision with a train. So this is not, you know, a joking matter. So stay alert around railroad tracks. We don't want anybody texting or wearing headphones or having any other distractions that would prevent you from hearing an approaching train. And CSX would like to remind Ravens fans that the only freight trains on game days, they're all outside the stadium. They can come from any direction, at any time, and on any track. So please be safe around the tracks around MT Bank Stadium. So look. Yeah. You know, you're, listening, you're listening to Lounge. Don't do it around the tracks. Yes, okay? exactly. Do it in your car, on your way to the game. You know, But once you hit the parking lot, once you stop the car and you're walking to the stadium... We don't need you to listen there. Yeah, that's okay, what you Once you get in, you can plug back in. <laughs> right, we right. love our listeners, and we love you so much, we don't want to see you get whacked by a train. Yes. Okay? So, with that said, let's move into our interview with Michael Campanero. Mike, we just grabbed you out of the cafe where you were having some breakfast with Joe and Matt Skura and somebody else. Who else was there? Uh, Luke Boenko. Uh, Luke Boenko, right? And, you know, did you tell Joe that you were coming on the pod with us? No, I didn't tell him. You didn't tell him? <laughs> no, I didn't Because yesterday I asked him if he'd come on the pod, and he turned me down, right? So then, so then we asked you if you'd come on the pod. So, <laughs> so I, just, I just teased him. I said, see, Joe, what happens when you turn us down? Now we got the B-list celebrities. <laughs> no, 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 no. You should have told him. That's true. I should have been like, it was yeah. an upgrade. Right. Oh, exactly. dang, you're right. I blew what it. What are you doing with that? Uh, you're right. I blew it. You had it set up on a T right there. <laughs> Camp is blowing up right now, and you said, Joe, all right, Joe, you turn us down. We went ahead, you know, fall upwards. Yeah, we bo- yeah exactly. We Joe, booked a bigger guest. Joe's acting too big time for the podcast. Yeah. That's right. That's 
right? <laughs> so That's funny. This is a little shot across, you know, it's a little chin music for Joe, you know. <laughs> you gotta come on the pod. So, you know, you are kind of blowing up though, we joke about it, but you really, <laughs> after the game uh, against the Colts, so national televised game, you get in the end zone, first uh, receiving touchdown of the season, and then you do the little celebration, right? So, what do you call that celebration? Um, it's just a game. I don't know. I mean, I, it's a circle game. Yeah, it's a circle game, but we we played around here for all year long. So uh-huh. I don't know what you call, it, but people have been calling it the circle game. Um, you just try and get people to look, give them some punches. It's turned <laughs> into some other things. Uh, you know, around the locker room and just around like the country, I've seen people doing different stuff, but. Uh, it, it, was, it was funny. Guys were cracking up on uh, on the team. They didn't think I was going to do it. I didn't tell anyone about it. Really? Oh, wow. So when I did it, everyone was dying laughing. <laughs> Jensen kind of sold it to the cameras, too. Yeah, yeah. He went along with it. Chris Moore was funny, too. Yeah. Uh, he, he you got him. Off. Yeah, I know. You got him. So, yeah. so you also got me on it, as well as a lot of people around the country. So <laughs> here on the podcast, I wanted to give you your shot. You get, you get to punch me in the arm. I get, I get two punches? <laughs> you get... Don't hurt your hand. <laughs> oh, that yeah, was, that was weak. That was gentle. Yeah, that was gentle. <laughs> Took it easy on him. Yeah, but, but you know, I did get you in the locker room afterwards yeah. when I was interviewing him. So I'm interviewing one other reporter. <laughs> you want to get, you want to return the favor? Give I don't want to hurt him. You know, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know I've been hitting the weights a little hard recently. <laughs> <sighs> so, you know, it wouldn't be a good look. Hearts right. might be kind of pissed. Yeah. Um, but I did get you in the locker room, did I not? Yeah, that's everyone's been doing that to me now. Every, oh, everywhere, right. I, everywhere I go, people are doing that to me, so it's uh, <laughs> it's starting to get a little annoying. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to get retribution. Yeah, I'm glad we could add to that. So, what's it like when you come in from a game like that and you look, pick up your phone for the first time? Like, how many text calls are we talking? Um, I had about my brother asked me. I had about. 340 texts. Wow. And then uh, I didn't have too many calls. People, people don't really people call, don't call anymore. anybody. Yeah, they yeah, just send a text. Call. But it was it was funny. It was just tons of people like uh, sending photos of, of like that because they were watching the game obviously with their families and it was over a holiday. So mm-hmm. people were just saying you got me, you got us, and it was it was pretty funny. But yeah, a ton, ton of people were were hitting me up, and then my social media mentions were just nuts because um, it kind of went viral with yeah. Barstool and World Star and things like that. So it was cool. It was, it was a good celebration just to get like the audience involved. Yeah. And uh, it went well. How many how many followers do you think you picked up total? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I just it keeps going up, but definitely a few thousand. Nice. Yeah, been been going up. So. so basically, just by that, you have more followers than Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was already. It's not like you know he's already well. I'm saying us. just that <laughs> just gained that. him more yeah, followers yes, than we've yes, ever had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's really cool. In all seriousness, no seriousness. I mean, what is that kind of moment? You know, this, we want to talk a little bit about your story, you know, as you're on the pod here, but, you know, that play, I feel like that's probably something that you felt like is a long time coming. You know, you hadn't had a, you had a uh, punt return touchdown earlier this year, but hadn't had a receiving touchdown since your rookie year. Rookie year. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, you know, is that something that's kind of going through your mind in that moment of all that it kind of took to get back to that point? Um uh. I don't. I don't think you know. Right in the moment, I, I was thinking that, but I was just out there playing, just having mm-hmm. fun. Uh, but you know, you go back after the game and you kind of look at just you know where I've uh, where I've been and where I'm at now. You definitely think about things like that. Uh, I'm just happy just to have the opportunity to be out there playing and just making a you know uh, impact on the offense and 
Uh, it was just a, it was a big play in the game just to get us on the board, so it was it was exciting. How difficult has that been for you? Because obviously, when you were first drafted here, I think a lot of people said even just through practice, we were like, "Man, this dude can play." Like, you know, I remember teammates on the bench being like, "Campanero, you can't cover him!" Like all this <laughs> stuff, and we all saw the potential there, and then just injuries kind of derailed things. You know, I mean, this is your first healthy year. Yeah. Knocking on wood. <laughs> yeah. Everything's been great. 16 games this year, been healthy the whole way. But how how difficult has it been for you to to withstand all that stuff? Yeah, it's it's been tough. I mean, uh, it's 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 been really tough just getting you know different injuries each year. Um, I feel like every every time I started to get something going in one of the seasons, an injury would come along and kind of uh, you know just sidetrack me. But um, and then it's just hard to you know once you are healthy. Um, there's more guys you got to compete with. You know, sometimes um, like they bring in like a Jeremy Macklin where you know you got to you got to sit behind and, and just try and just fight for opportunity. So right. um, it's it's been tough, but uh, you can ask the coaches. You know, my confidence has stayed there, and um, players have have helped me out. Coaches have helped me out. Um, just staying ready for my opportunity and just continue to get better, keep practicing, um, and just waiting for opportunities like this to. Uh, help out the team and go out there and make some plays, make a name for myself. You know, when you say what it felt like whenever something started kind of good started to happen, then there was like a setback. The one that kind of really sticks in my mind in that regard is the Steelers game. You have that play, the end around, you juke a couple of guys, dive into the end zone, and then you what, broke your back that game? Was yeah, it, you yeah. Know, whatever. Blew out my back. You blew out your back, right? <laughs> and so then you had to go on injured reserve from there. And that was the one, because I think that season, it it been kind of a struggle to get things going offensively, and it was like, all right, let's get this guy the ball here, and, and things can happen. When you're going through that, I mean, how do you keep from saying, like, it's, maybe it's just not going to work out? Yeah, it's tough. That The high of that game uh just just scoring a TD uh like on a, I think it was a Thursday night game mm-hmm. and then ending up you know leaving the uh, stadium in a wheelchair was just, it was terrible and um I think like a week or two goes by and you're you're feeling pretty down and depressed about things but um once you start working out again and rehabbing um you kind of just start looking forward to like your goal and the next thing um you start thinking about how you're going to get back and how you're going to do so um, I'm thankful to have a, a, a good support system with my family and friends, uh, so they always keep me in. And um, this is my goal. I mean, I want to play and, and do big things and and kind of make a name for myself. So I'm always just working towards that. Mm-hmm. Who, who is it? Would you say like in the coaching staff, who is your biggest advocate? You know, because a lot of guys, I feel like, who go through that many injuries or whatnot, and and it's not like you had a chance even to be on the field enough to really show what you could do mm-hmm. just on the practice field. They would have been like, all right, we're moving on from this guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, who who in the coaching staff or front office has yeah. your back? He stands on the table. And says, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I, don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know who. Um, I mean, you should probably find that out. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, just I a Christmas present or so something. So true. I mean, I've, I've I've had talks with with so many people around the organization uh, from like management standpoint and coaches, um, and everyone kind of expresses like the same confidence. They think I can do uh, great things. I just got to stay healthy, and I've. Yeah. I've been able to do that this year, and I'm uh, starting to get some more opportunities. So, um, hoping to prove everyone right around here. I mean, Coach Harbs definitely has confidence in me. Like he, he's always telling me um, he thinks I can do great things for the team and myself. So, um, I know he definitely thinks I can uh, help out and just make plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Coach Ingram's also done um, just just wonders in my career, just just mindset wise and confidence level wise. I mean, he played in the league forever, and he's seen 
players like me who have gone through some injury problems early on and um, that can play and has stuck with it and some guys who haven't. Um, so he's been great to lean on. I mean, you bring that up. It, it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, Edelman went through some injury stuff. And, he, you know, even I think Wes Welker had some yeah. injury stuff. He was kind of a slow starter in his career. Two guys that I know, even when we drafted you, Eric DaCosta brought up those names. Um, so has it helped you at all to be able to look at their careers and say, man, these are two guys just like me, went through slow starts, but look at where they are now? Yeah, absolutely. It's not just those two guys, too. I mean, there's tons of guys at multiple positions, but um, those are two guys who are similar to my playing style and have gone through the same same kind of just issues, and uh, they've just been able to figure out their bodies and then, you know, get a little lucky and go through a nice, you know, uh, time of their career where they've just been healthy and be able to you know show their kind of their skills. So what did you figure out this year? How have you been able to stay healthy? Um, I don't. I mean, I think it's starting the off season. Um, you know, I had some in OTAs, but that was like super fluke. Um, had nothing really to do with some of my previous injuries, with like soft tissue stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think just working with Steve, our new strength guy. Um, there was a uh, there was a guy I got within the off season, like a physical therapist who. We kind of just we started working on different things, different exercises, things like that. I think really helped uh, my body and just being able to um, do stuff in my lower back and hammies and glutes and things like that. So I've kind of eliminated those issues I've had in the past. So like I, I want to go back a little bit in your history. Obviously, you're the local kid, River Hill High School. I got to cover you when you were in high school when I was working at the Washington Post. I think I, I cast <laughs> yeah. a vote for you for Player of the Year. Yeah, okay. well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome, you're welcome. Did you win? <laughs> yeah, yeah you won. I won. It was me and uh, I think Jelani Jenkins. Jelani Jenkins, was, that's uh, right. That's a good company. Yeah, yeah he went to, went to Florida. Yeah, so it was, uh, I mean, you were a beast in high school. Running back, you did a little quarterback too, didn't you? Mostly running back. running back, receiver, defense. Yeah. Yeah, Terrence West always talks about, uh, about how, how beast, like, so Terrence West, he never saw me in high school until uh, we went to Notre Dame this junior day, and he always tells the story to guys in the locker room. He thought I was like six foot three <laughs> when he watched my highlight tape, and then he saw me in person. And he was like, "This is Campanero!" Like I thought he was like six three. <laughs> so we joke around about that all the time. That's great, but yeah. So, I, what is it like? you know, going to your hometown team. I mean, you literally went to high school like 10 minutes from this facility. Yeah. How, what are the advantages of that? And what are the disadvantages of playing so close to home? Uh, I think like, it's, it's been awesome. Like since I've been drafted here, I mean, it's been awesome. Like I have tons of family and friends in the area still. Uh, my girlfriend and her family are in the area. So it's, it's worked out great uh, just being drafted back home. I would say a disadvantage is kind of like everybody knows you. So you're gonna get uh, more attention than your normal seventh round pick would get, <laughs> um, and more expectations. But it, 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 I don't. It doesn't really mind. I don't mind it. Uh, it's it's been great and just, you know, I've been playing at the stadium since Pee Wee Ball. Like we played our championship games there, wow. and then we were able to play some state championships there in high school. So it's cool every time I take that field. Uh, just you know where I've come in my football career since being in seventh grade playing here until now. Well, you got drafted here. I mean, every player talks about, oh, I thought I could have gone to the, could go to this team or, or that, and a lot of that ends up not being the case. But did you think that this was a realistic opportunity? And, and obviously, I'm sure you were excited about the possibility of playing for your hometown team and all that, but were you going through that process thinking, like, I really think it could be the Ravens, and I hope that's the case? I, I did. I thought this would uh, – I had a chance of coming here. Um, not like 
not the biggest because I, I felt like a few other teams were showing me way more interest and okay. texting me throughout like the draft. And I thought I was going to get picked before the Ravens would pick a receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we got to the sixth round and they picked Keith winning, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm not going to the Ravens. Because that was the last um, pick. Because that was their last pick they had. Mm. So then I was just hoping somebody would pick me. Uh, like, I, I'll take yeah, anybody. I'll take anybody. <laughs> yeah. But uh, then uh, Ozzy called, so they were trading back in the draft, which was cool. So that was that was a great day. That mm-hmm. takes a lot for us to like trade future draft picks. I mean, that says something yeah, for them to come back in and get you. It's true, especially being here. I, I know how, how much uh, they value the draft picks here. Mm-hmm. And, and so back to the hometown thing, do you, like when you become a, a football and NFL player, do you have to uh, say goodbye to a lot of your childhood friends, like your high school friends, because uh, you're, you're kind of turning a new page in your life? You know, most guys, when they leave for college and then they go pros, like, you know, they, they kind of leave that stuff behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that was high school or whatever. You, your high school friends are probably all around here. Now they probably want you to pay for every dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how does that work? Uh, I, honestly, I, I do have a lot of high school buddies uh, still around, but a, a lot of my like closest ones have been uh, they they they're not in Maryland. You know, they're in other places working, uh, doing other things. But um, I think like my last closest high school buddy just moved to Nashville. But we used to, I mean, we it was great. We would go out all the time, hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun being back home, but uh, it, it's it's been fun. I mean, I got every I go out all the time with people that I've uh, known since I was young and. Um, you know, it's it's cool having guys on the team that I'm friends with I can go out with, guys I grew up with going out with. Yeah. So uh, it's been a blast. And my brothers are here, so we always hang out and do stuff. To bring it full circle, you know, we started with this by asking you about Joe. You talk about going out with some guys on the team. I know typically on the road, whenever I see you guys going out, you and Joe and a few other guys when Dennis was on the team, You've got to have a good going out with Joe story because he's like his puts on his persona, you know, super chill and all that. But you've got to have a good one from the road. We're gonna put you on the spot here. I'm, I'm trying it, to think. I'm trying to think of one. We should have given you the, the, the heads up on this. Before yeah, you the should have. You should have. So you can Give me another that. question and I'll sit here and think about yeah. one. Yeah. All right. All right. Then tell us uh, <laughs> while you think about that. Tell us who cares about their hair more, Joe or Dennis? Uh, I'll definitely go Dennis. Okay. Yeah, Dennis. Dennis cares the most about. I, I got a good story about going out with with Joe. Okay, and there we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's more about Dennis than Joe, uh, but we it's pretty to make funny. Fun of so, here. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were so we were out eating dinner. Uh, we were downtown, and um, a group of older women had to be 50s, 60s. Uh, they they had a little too much to drink, and <laughs> and anytime you go out with with Joe or Dennis, they're just. I mean, they're both six six. Like yeah, they're in. They're they're recognizable faces so <laughs> they don't blend in so they come they come up to the table and first they're standing they're asking for photos and and stuff and like that's normal usually and then one of the ladies sits down sits down next to joe and starts talking and and then dennis you could just see like dennis hates when he's eating dinner I mean, we just got our food uh-huh. it's, oh, and yeah, and he yeah, yeah it's pretty rude so he gets he gets so mad <laughs> so then then like the other ladies like then another lady comes around like sits down next to dennis and then the two sit down like they sit down at the table while we're oh eating dinner my gosh. yeah and they start talking and dennis is He's he's so mad at this point. I'm cracking up because <laughs> like screaming. I'm in the middle and I'm just like hitting their legs, like messing with them. And it gets to the point where Dennis, like the lady's talking to Dennis, and Dennis isn't even responding. He's just like this, <laughs> he's just, like blank face, not like responding to like anything she's saying. He's just so pissed, like he just wants to eat his food. 
and Joe, like me and Joe were being good sports about it, like trying to like get them. You're polite. We're being polite, we're trying to get them to get up and leave right. while we eat, but Dennis wasn't having it at all, and I was <laughs> cracking up. Dude, it's phenomenal, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Dennis doesn't put up with that at all. <laughs> it was pretty bad, our food just got there, we were trying to eat. Right, right. yes, right. you're right. Yeah. What, what, is, what is Joe like when, when he's just out in the public sphere? Like, are you kind of amazed at how low key he is or receptive he is to that stuff or what's he like no he's good i mean anyone who wants to uh get an autograph get a photo he's he's good with them um he's not like some other athletes you hear about that are uh like too big time to give a uh, take a quick minute and give a photo and stuff it's it's good though we uh we try and we'll get like a private room or something when we go to bigger places uh, just so he doesn't get bombarded i went to wegman's with him one time and it was the biggest mistake ever (laughs) We went to Wegmans to get like uh, just some food at like they got like a burger spot, a sushi spot, uh-huh. and it was the biggest mistake ever. Like, and he was like, "Yeah, I've never been to a grocery store in Maryland." Like, he's for like, that reason? For that reason, he's like, "My wife always goes for this reason." I was like, "This is awful." <laughs> I mean, it was bad. Like, the people who working at Wegmans were like, like leaving their like responsibility for their job and running over. I mean, it was pretty bad. That's awesome. I gotta ask you about one more Joe story before we let you go. When he signed his most recent contract extension, he told the story of that he walked into the racquetball courts or basketball, basketball courts, courts. Basketball courts. <laughs> and he showed you the signing bonus check. Yeah. With how many zeros on it? How many were yeah. on that bad boy? I think it was it was a it was forty million. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was after taxes, so it was uh, whatever. So you can, only yeah, well, yeah, yeah, twenty five or thirty. Or yeah, whatever. but it was. I think that's what it was. I I don't remember this too exact. I was in shock when I saw it. Me and Juice, <laughs> our, our mouths dropped. We couldn't believe it. But um, that's something Joe would do just to come show off to us. <laughs> you see, but Juice up, but Juice got paid a little bit in San Francisco, that's true, that's so true. he's uh he, he's, he's got some money now, but yeah, we were we couldn't believe it. And he didn't even tell us. Like, he's like, I'll be right back. Right. So we're sitting here waiting for him, we're playing horse, and then he comes back down like, hey, check this out. <laughs> we're just like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, when you get your that's right, $20 million contract, yeah. you can here take you it to Joe. You can take it to Joe. Show him the check. Exactly, yeah, that's right. exactly. Awesome, cool. Cam. Mike, thanks for that. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for having me on. It, Thank you. All right, well, really good stuff from Mike. I really like Mike. Yeah, Mike's great. He's one of my favorite guys. You know, he just seems like your buddy. We had a great guy in Brandon Carr last week. We're on a roll here. You yeah, know what? great guys. And Joe, Joe Flacco, also a good guy. We're going we're gonna to put the wording out there, Joe. <laughs> you know, we need January Joe on the podcast. We oh. need a little sprinkling of January Joe. Yep, yep. Well, Joe has done the podcast, so it's not like he's... <laughs> we need a repeat visit. He said he'd think about it. He was like... So yeah, no. Yeah, I think so that was a no. So that means no. That was a no for this week. Nice. But I kind of laid the guilt trip on him in the cafeteria this morning. I'm sure it did nothing. Yeah, slow play. Yeah, but you know, and last like time, I said, last like time I said, he came on, remember we said, Joe, when you have a big game, you come in off of that, and you know that'll be the time. Yeah. He's had like four big games in a row. That's true. That's true. Well, you know, he's getting uh, Campanero got the pre-podcast bump. You know, he had the touchdown because right. he knew that there could be an invitation in his future for the podcast. So right. he got the pre-podcast bump. Maybe that's what's happening with Joe right now. He's been on like a good month stretch. Right. The podcast invitation is coming, so it's a pre-podcast bump. He's going to get over 300 yards if he comes on the podcast. That's true. 
That's true. So one, uh, one funny thing I do want to point out about Mike, he was telling us this story as he was leaving, and this is another chapter in the, the Mink Campanero connection. Here, yeah, okay. Because okay. I'm going to write this guy's biography one day. You, you have been. You've been there since day one. We both, I will say we've both been on the Campanero bandwagon. If there's well, two guys in the building, you know, when he was talking about the advocate, who's yeah. the advocate? He gave the wrong answer. He gave the wrong answer. Yeah. It's us. Yeah. <laughs> We're always like, give Campanero the ball! If anybody has been by our office, uh, listened to the lounge, watched Mailbag, stood by us in the press box, or really just got within shouting distance of us at any point. <laughs> They've heard us say at some point, get this guy involved. Yep, we, we're big fans. But another chapter was at the Senior Bowl. When he was in the Senior Bowl, I was down there, interviewed him and his parents, very nice family. Uh, but the funny thing about that was that Campanero had broken his collarbone like at the end of his season or whatever, at the end of Wake Forest season. Yeah. And so it wasn't fully recovered by the time the Senior Bowl rolled around in late January. But he, knowing that he was going to be a late draft pick or on the brink, was like, I got to go play because I have to make an impression. Yeah. So he asked his doctor, like, am I good? What's going to happen here? And the doctor was like, look, you can play, but just don't get tackled. Which is really easy for a football player. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. So Camp is like, all right, I guess I'm going to strap up. And so he goes out there, and uh, he's fielding a punt in the Senior Bowl game. Feels a punt, looks up, sees several dudes bearing down on him, is like, uh, runs a couple yards, and then just slides. Yeah. Right? yeah right. So then later, after the Ravens drafted him, Camp is talking to Harbaugh, and Harbaugh's just like, yeah, so I watched that Senior Bowl tape, and I was like, why is this dude so soft? Right. Like, he's avoiding contact? What's up with this? And Kevin's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I right. was playing with a broken collar. Right. So kind of kind of a funny story. I'm surprised they still went for him, though. They were like, all right, whatever. We'll yeah, <laughs> right. Well, you know what? I mean, I think that kind of illustrates, um, I think too often when guys deal with injuries, they get unfairly labeled as soft. And yeah. A, first of all, you can't control injuries. It's not like someone's out there like, I want to get hurt today. You know, like that's not the case. And then also, you don't have any idea sometimes what a guy is playing through. I think in many cases, guys that have dealt with a lot of injuries are the opposite of soft. Sometimes they're the toughest guys on the team because they've been dealing with so many injuries and they just play through it. I mean, yeah. I, I think about, you gave him credit this year. He, he did miss a couple games. That's true. I, did, I said he had 16, but yeah, he had a shoulder injury. Yeah, he had a shoulder injury. That's but, true. But uh, I was giving him the benefit. Yeah, he's a guest. He's yeah. nice enough to come on the pod. Yeah, a little bonus point. A little yeah. bonus points. But in all seriousness, so he hurt that shoulder against Minnesota. But if you remember that game, there was like no receivers. It was Griff Whalen. Right. And Straight there was no Wallace. There was no Macklin. Like, and there was no Perriman. Right. There was no receivers that game. And so he was one of the few guys that was healthy. And he wasn't healthy by the end of the game, but he right. still finished it. Uh, and that to me was like a sign of. This guy just guts it out and tries to play through as much as he can. He's had some bad luck with the injuries, but he's a really tough dude. Yeah, I think he still made a catch yeah. after the shoulder injury. I remember seeing too. him after the game, and I was like, he is not in good shape. Right. He, he ain't not, playing next yeah, week. He is not in good shape. Uh, yeah. Tough dude. So thank you to Michael Campanero, and thank you to all our listeners out there. Uh, as always, you can reach us at the, at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Garrett. Hit him with that CSX one more time. Yeah, exactly. Again, one more time. CSX is our game day sponsor for this week. And uh, do you know how many football fields it takes to stop a CSX, CSX train? How many football fields yeah, it takes? Like the oh, length. like yeah, the yeah, length yeah, of yeah, the braking. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, wait. Let me guess on this. I'm going to say three. 
18. Holy moly! Eight. They gotta get some better brakes on yeah, those yeah. puppies. It's time to change the What's, pads, guys! It's, it's a lot of weight. They're coming in at <laughs> high speed. Uh, so 18 football fields. So always remember to play it safe around railroad tracks. That means obeying signals, keeping your distance, and never trying to beat one across the tracks. That never is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, CSX is proud to support the Ravens and even prouder to protect their fans. And if you're going to the game this week, please play it safe around the railroad tracks. So obey those signals, keep your distance, and again, never try to beat one across the tracks. One more trivia question. After all the holiday cookies you ate, what weighs more? A CSX train <laughs> or you? It's toss-up. It's a toss-up. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back with you next week for a playoff edition of The Lounge.